Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm Edwina. And today, continuing on once more with filling series on Buffety Vampire Slayer. Today, Eddie, we're doing Season 2, Episode 17, Passion. Passion. This episode first aired February 24th, 1998, written by Ty Cree and directed by Michael E. Gershman. Uh, this is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan of the show, but Jared has never watched the whole series and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. Are you crazy? <laughs> you can try. Uh, it's been it's it's been uh, it's been a journey so far, I gotta say. Um if we can just sort of talk on that for a minute. Uh this episode uh yeah, it was a pretty uh pretty heavy episode. Yep. I was I was actually spoiled by this episode. Uh something I saw you already, on Reddit. You it wasn't even that like you the moment you saw her you were like Oh, uh, I haven't seen her. Like in, like you know, I know she's, I knew it was going to happen. You, you know that she's not around in the later seasons, so you knew something was going to happen to her. Yeah, well, I mean, it could be she just went away and lived happily ever after, or but something. But it's a Joss Whedon show that doesn't yeah, happen. Well, no, I, one, no one lives happily ever after. <laughs> um, Everyone's miserable. <laughs> no, well, he, this is what starts, and he does this a lot, and it's where a couple who've been. Um, what do you call it? Like they've, they've sort of separated. <laughs> um, they've sort of um, there's been some sort of event. They've separated. They're coming back together, and just as they're about to find their happiness, one of them dies. Like it happens all like. And I constantly. think I know of another episode in this season that I have seen where this that exact same thing yes. happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I won't say what it is, but you know Eddie, exactly Eddie, Eddie what knows it is. exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, because <laughs> it's also a very famous example of this but mm. there's it happens in angel as well and it's probably even more devastating in angel than it is here <laughs> mm. really is that thing everything's back to normal and yeah just a big big turd he takes on that is that that's his thing yeah pretty much no one deserves happiness yeah think wash in firefly uh, not firefly in serenity serenity yeah as well yeah yeah well i mean uh, funny enough i think that was uh Actually, you know what? Let's hold it there. Let's uh, let's get the uh, synopsis out the way. We'll uh-huh. get back into that because I, right. I want to bring up Wash as well. Okay. This episode begins at the bronze. Buffy and Xander dance while Angelus watches from across the room. His voice narrates the concept of passion. Buffy wakes to find an envelope on her bed containing a drawing of herself sleeping. She asks Giles if there's a spell to reverse Angel's invitation into her house. Buffy explains to her mother that she is having problems with Angel whom she describes as an abusive boyfriend. Willow also discovers that Angelus has been in her room, leaving behind a sick gift of her dead goldfish hanging from a fishing line. Drusilla has a vision showing someone attempting to break up the newly reunited vampire family. Jenny goes to a magic shop to buy an orb of Thessala. Buffy confronts Jenny and explains that Giles misses her. Giles tells Buffy that he has found a ritual to revoke a vampire's invitation. Joyce finds Angelus waiting for her in the front yard. He starts to follow her into the house, but is unable to cross the threshold. Willow is shown reciting the ritual, and Buffy shuts the door in his face. When Giles finds Jenny working late at the school, he invites her to call at his house when she has finished. Jenny completes her translation of a ritual's text that, along with the orb of Thessala, will restore Angel's soul. She jumps when she notices Angelus sitting in the dark at the back of the room. He smashes the orb of Thessala. Jenny flees, but Angelus catches her and snaps her neck. 
Giles returns home to find the place decorated in a romantic setting with candles, wine and rose petals. As Giles follows the trail, he finds Jenny's lifeless body. At Buffy's house, Angelus lurks outside. When the phone rings, he grins as the Slayer and Willow become stricken with grief at the news. Giles returns to his apartment to arm for battle. A drawing of Jenny's lifeless body is seen on the table. At the factory, there is an explosive crash as a long dining table erupts in a flame. Drusilla, Angelus, and Spike recoil and move to escape. Giles attacks Angelus with a flaming baseball bat. Angelus grabs him by the throat and lifts him clear off the floor as Buffy enters the fray. She breaks Giles free of Angelus's grasp and fights Angelus, but is distracted by the unconscious Giles, now completely surrounded by flames. As Angelus makes his escape, Buffy jumps down and half carries Giles from the building. At day, Giles and Buffy stand beside at a new grave. The headstone reads, Jenny Callender. Buffy apologises for not being able to kill Angelus when she had the chance. At school, as Willow sets her books up on the desk, the backup disc containing the translated ritual slides and falls into the narrow space between the desk and the filing cabinet. I guess we'll see what happens at for a later day. Mm. The end. All right, Eddie, what have you got for me? What, uh, what do you want to so, go with this? You know what? This is getting back to it being an overarching episode and you really, really, really um, see Angel step up his torment of Buffy and you can see his, like the cruelty of who Angelus actually yeah, is. Yeah, you can really see what what, uh, and this, what, he, what he mentioned in the episode of him just uh, uh, destroying uh, Drusilla before he killed her. This is what he would do. Was doing to her. This is yes, the, exactly. And yeah. he goes after everyone pretty much in this episode. Mm. Um, and it's it's a tough one. And there's some really really tense scenes. Um, and like you know when I watched this on air, I was like, there is no way in hell. Well, back in those days, there is no way you kill off a character like Jenny. Yeah, and uh, just getting back to what I was saying about Wash, uh, the character from yeah. Firefly. Serenity? No, Firefly? So, got, it's right in there. Serenity that he dies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but the, the character. Now, uh, I was reading how this is this is, uh, it, this is one of those defining moments in a series when you want to just put a little, a little heads up to the audience and actors that mm-hmm. uh, no one is really safe. Yeah. And this is a nice way just to say everyone is on the line and anyone could die. And that, that, to put that tension because when – Characters have quote unquote plot armor. Yeah, things become a little stale, and you know when oh, a, yeah. when a character's in danger and it cuts to an ad, you're like, oh well, they're going to be fine. Uh, this just puts it, you know, things like, in perspective. Like Carol from The Walking Dead, she's just always got this very thick plot armor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spoilers on that, but uh, yeah, there, there are some characters that just do, seem to ravish in that, and I think this is something. Uh, a uh, little a notice that Joss was putting on, especially with actors maybe getting too comfortable yeah, as well. Yeah, um, and apparently and, he, and maybe abused a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think he kind of abused this as well. It has been sort of you know it has come out that he used to hold like he made it very clear that he was not scared of killing off a main character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So he kind of did abuse his power a little bit. A little with, bit yeah. with this. Um. There is some really tough scenes in this episode. Um, playing the obsessed boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is that- so creepy. And him telling like her mother 
Yeah, can you can you can you pass a message on for uh, can you tell Buffy my child lover like that was that was oh, but I'm not you know, sure but if he was really doing it on purpose or just yeah, messing no, with he, no he was he was he's done it to mess with Buffy because it was a good way of having her mum being concerned s- well very disappointed yeah, so- in her um. You know, for sleep, you know, and you have her. Because she, she would have to explain to her mother who this guy is and would eventually have yeah, to say, oh, never, and I slept with him as well. Well, she never introduced him. Like she said, you you never inter- even introduced this guy to me as your boyfriend. Um, You didn't yeah. see him fit enough to even introduce him. Um, And he's obviously a lot older. <laughs> yeah, a couple hundred years older. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I always find it such an awkward. So he wasn't really a, the obsessive boyfriend, no, but he was playing he the was obsessive playing for him. On yeah. It, yeah, just playing on it to yeah. absolutely mess with Buffy. It's very, very, uh, very calculated, isn't it? Like, yeah. every, every, it, it make himself look like a, even like, look like a fool in front of Joyce's mum, just knowing that that would get him in trouble. Yeah. Get her in trouble, I should say. Yeah. Um, but also the way that he like, can we talk about the how he? Because it kind of always bugged me, like the fight, like the chase scene with Jenny, mm-hmm. and he doesn't he doesn't bite her. Yeah, he snaps her neck. Yes, um, and I always found that really weird. <laughs> the, Again, I, I was reading into that that wanted to make sure that if she was a vampire, then she yeah. may come if he back. Bit, yeah, if he had have bitten her, because it doesn't. It does make a difference for the following scene with Giles. Like if he had have bitten her, yeah, you think maybe she was. There's set- the possibility that she would have been standing up there and could have killed Giles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no. <laughs> no. That that would be too obvious. No, yeah. they they had to make and he had to be in vamp face as well. That was the other thing that they made sure of. Yeah. So it was. Uh- so you wouldn't know it was Angel. You wouldn't be related with Angel killing her. And to make it more, um, more non-fiction is well, uh, more fictiony as well. The mm. fact that it's not just a human killing another human. Yeah. So it's a vampire killing a human. Yeah. Yeah. So it's even that extra spiteful part of not even sucking her blood. Yeah, he didn't kill her. He for didn't, food. For food. He killed her for fun. For fun. For fun. Well, it was also a necessity because she had found a way to. Reinsult him. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he kind of had to hit yeah. her first. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. So he, <laughs> some of the other really spiteful things like this, the willow and her fish didn't have any puppies to nail to a door. Mm. So, <laughs> so he's gone in and gotten willow's fish and. I thought that was kind of hilarious. That. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I kind of laughed at that. Yeah. Well, because she was feeding a fish. I'm like, there's no fish in there. Yeah. And I thought, I just thought, oh, that was just a, a goof or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that she just feeds a fish and there's no fish in there. Um, I got to say, it would have taken a bit of time to take them out and impale them all on the stick. It wasn't a stick. Oh, sorry. It was some fishing line. Fishing line. Yeah. So there's a bit of bit of arts and craft in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. He's <laughs> yeah. very. A very, very artsy. Like very artsy. Those Look, drawings he, you did were he, quite. Yeah, they're really lovely. I wonder drawings if they kept them. Oh, that'd probably be worth a bit of money. Oh, <laughs> uh, and with the drawings, uh, the one of Giles, the one Giles found. Now you didn't see that one of Miss Calendar originally. No. It was just a just a letter said said upstairs. But he finds that later. So did did Angel put that after he found yeah. it? Yep. 
I, I believe that to be the case. Or he'd left it in a place that he wouldn't have seen it mm. when he first came in. Um, that scene really does, like, it ups the ante on his whole plan because he's deliberately done that to Giles mm. to mess with Giles. But then he, he knew exactly what Giles was going to do. Giles was going to come after him. Yeah, and then he could very like he could very easily kill Giles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to, tr- to draw him out. Yeah, to yeah. get him to basically to do everything he was telling Buffy not to do. Yeah, was to uh, to don't be a slave to your passion. Don't be a slave to your passion, and don't what was it? Don't um, don't be impulsive. Don't be impulsive. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. don't feed into what he wants you to do. Yeah, which she did. She mm. was pretty good. She um, yeah, she was, but not Giles. Nope, flame and bat. And maybe take points off for uh, using a baseball bat, not a cricket bat. <laughs> yes, it should have been a cricket bat. Yeah. Um, and Angel does that. He does. It's a very similar scene to like what Spike does in School Hard at the start when he's stalking Buffy. Yeah, but uh, on, and that's the other thing. We had a narration in this episode. Yep. Now, there's one that- and only time they ever use. It. Yeah, it was weird. I think it does get used again, but it's done in a more jokey way in like season seven. But yeah, other than that, you never ever see this mm. that that being used ever again. Yeah, so that that was a bit weird. Yeah, yeah, didn't yeah, didn't really fit, and yeah, I don't think it worked. No, oh yeah, yeah. Well, but also in this episode, they've got garlic. <laughs> yeah, garlic was brought up. So what do you, what do you do with garlic? Well. It wasn't even bought up. It was just sitting in the background. Yeah, it was just sitting there. But yeah, um, but it's never used. It's never used prior to this. It's never used after it. Do they use holy water? Yes, they do. So they use water pistols. Yeah, you'd think that they'd put them in pistols, but no, they never do. No, no she re- has like little bottles of it that she. Well, they did that in um, Lost Boys. They had yeah, water pistols yeah. <laughs> with holy water. With holy water in it. Yeah, and that that would make sense. Um, and yeah, you also have a bit of a callback to bewitched, bothered, and bewildered, with um, the difference between love and obsession. Yeah, because yeah, Angel is absolutely obsessed with destroying Buffy. Mm. Yeah, um, and does a pretty good job of it in this. And we really, when we lost our favourite techno pagan, oh, Miss Calendar. Yeah, it was pretty sad. And did you? I have to ask. Did you think she looked extra pretty in this episode? Like I was going to say, made her look- she was looking hot. She yeah. was. She's definitely. I was saying. I'm just thinking to myself. I just lost the hottest character in the show. <laughs> well, I think she's a lot more attractive than Buffy or Cordelia, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, but um, in this episode, particularly, like especially, I think she got a lot of screen time as well. That probably. Yeah, but in know, that, like, I think it's. When she's in the the out that outfit that she's wearing is just stunning. Or when she walks into the to the shop, yeah, yeah, like that, that scene she's looking pretty like hot. Her and, hair, her makeup, and yeah. her outfit is all just super on point. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I was rewatching and going, she she is gorgeous. I absolutely yeah, yeah love Miss Calendar. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. love. There's a lot of love for Miss Calendar. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. So I have to talk about Xander. Hmm. Um, every now and again, there's a moment in an episode where I'll shout, shut the fuck up, Xander. <laughs> um, New segment. And in this episode, this is, this is the line where I, I physically have to say, shut the fuck up, Xander. And it's him going, I'm sorry, but let's not forget that I hated Angel long before you guys jumped on the bandwagon. 
So I think I deserve a little something for not saying I told you so. Long before now. And if Giles wants to go after the uh, fiend that murdered his girlfriend, I'd say faster pussycat kill kill. And all I have to say to this. (laughs) Yes. And it's like, yes, you did hate Angel, but it was because you were jealous of him. So you don't get a told you so. I told you so. You do not deserve it. Also, Giles doesn't stand a chance at killing Angel. Mm. Buffy barely can hold her own against him. Yeah. How does Giles have a better chance of no. killing him? Um, so he can take his pussy, faster pussycat kill Stop kill whining. line and shove it up his ass. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> that'll Shut be my that'll be my rant on yeah. Xander. Yeah, yeah, he's a bit of a dick. Yeah. It's very similar to the line in um I think it's in When She Was Bad. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if they kill Will, like, you know, if anything happens to Willow, I'm going to kill you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was that was a bit weird, that one. Like, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't like that. Like, why do you get to be on that bandwagon? Yeah. <laughs> like, Taking the moral high ground on that when, yeah. you know, it wasn't really her fault. But Yeah. But also incredibly insensitive to Buffy in this situation. In that she'd had a lot of trouble trying to kill him because of how much she loved him, and he was—he was a huge part of her life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, just to uh, throw that in her face like that, yeah, it's a very, very. Uh, yeah, and do um, you really get points for not liking someone just because they're a vampire? <laughs> That's what he wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated him first. Yeah, very I hated mature. him first. Yeah. Mm. Um, so Jared, uh, what rabbit hole did you go down this week? <laughs> <laughs> Got a big grin on your face when you says, why do you ask questions you know the answer to? <laughs> um, Sarah Palin <laughs> <laughs> went down that hole. Oh, that, that sounded bad. <laughs> that did so- <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, what's the actor or the, uh, Danny, the character? Danny, Danny Strong. Yeah. Plays Jonathan. Play, it plays Jonathan. So I, we've mentioned this guy once before. Um, so out of all the actors on this who have gone on, he's probably had one of the most successful careers, not so much in front of camera but behind camera as well. Uh, and he's written a few, uh, written a few TV shows, been on a few, a few TV shows, uh, and wrote the uh, the 2012 Tally movie, uh, Sarah Palin or Game Changer. It was called. Yeah. Um, I never heard of this film. You heard of this film before? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With Gillian Moore playing uh, Sarah Palin, who I actually thought it was her on the cover. <laughs> I thought Tina Fey was the was the ultimate uh, Sarah Palin, but I think she'd have to hand that mantle over to her. As far as looks go, anyway, on the cover, I just I had to really squint and go, "What the hell? Is that actually yeah. her?" Uh, yeah. So it took me down a rabbit. Uh, it took me down the uh, Sarah Palin rabbit hole. So Sarah Palin. You know, this was going back uh, twelve years during during the uh, two thousand eight election. Uh, was was pretty big at the time. Like the, all the stuff that was going on about her. We were living overseas at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they had the, they had the first uh, vice president. Yeah, I debate with we Biden. It, didn't we watch it in like Switzerland or something? Um, I can't remember. 
We watched it somewhere. I, yeah. I think we were in Geneva. It was like a stop overnight and we were exhausted. So we stayed in. Yeah. Stayed uh, we in, watched, in, I know we watched it somewhere. And watched um, it in like a hotel room. I know we watched the actual election day in Bangkok. I remember we were, we were there. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we just hid. In, well, we had three months of traveling. We just hid in a room. <laughs> I didn't want to go <laughs> I had really like, bad food poisoning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so but that, that was interesting times back then. It's just it's just reflecting on you know things past with Sarah Palin and the huge sort of controversy of her being picked as a as a vice president candidate, and, and maybe got me thinking about the ageism that was uh, thrown towards uh, Senator McCain at the time. Yeah. Um, the old adage was uh, she was a one frail heartbeat from the presidency. Yeah, <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, like, yeah. It, this she's this. So, I think um, Matt Damon. Yeah, said something like yeah. it was like, it was like said, the bad Disney movie where you have the soccer mum as the president of the United yeah. States of America, you know. Um, I and and just in retrospect, looking back on it, I think people were really unfair at the time. I mean, I was all on board with that at the time. I was like, yeah, this is ridiculous. Her being nominated or being elected. Um, of course, Barack Obama won that election, but and that and the rest is history. But it was just it's just funny just look, uh, looking back on that time back then and how everyone perceived it and how ridiculous everyone thought it was at the time and. Possibly critics were pretty hard on her at the time and scrutinizing her family and her daughter. I remember there was a if people were accusing her uh, Sarah Palin's youngest child as actually being her daughter's child. Do you remember that one? Remember I told you about that? Oh yeah. There was theories going yeah. around that her youngest child wasn't hers; it was her daughter's, and she covered for. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I <laughs> and do they, remember they that. managed to quash those rumors. Like, oh no, no, that's not true because my daughter's pregnant now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that that that's a bit of a a uh, bit of a nostalgic trip to to a, of American politics in uh, in the two, late two thousands. Uh, that's the rabbit hole I went down. So, and Sarah Palin's still around today, doing things. I know she's doing something. Yeah. Looking at Russia from her I house, don't know. maybe. I don't know. I just look over and you're watching SNL. No, you, <laughs> no, you you were like going. I swear she was wearing a red. I, red I had, the, had the now. What would you call it? Um, I had the Mandela effect on me. I was watching the the vice presidential uh, debate with with uh, Joe Biden, and I'm watching Palin. She's wearing a bl- and she's wearing a black dress. I'm like, I could have sworn she was wearing a red dress during this. I'm like, ha, huh, you know. And of course, I look at the well, sketches, well, and, you, it's, and it's well, and it's Tina Fey me. wearing it. You looked at me, and you're yeah. like, I swear she had a red dress. I'm like, no, you're thinking of Tina. Fey. I think of Tina Fey. <laughs> <In> yeah. <laughs> yes, and now, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was the rabbit hole for me, baby. Uh, Sarah right. Palin, Coalaska. <laughs> they have a zoo, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, let's get into. All right, we're doing it. Question time. Question time. Answer the question. Okay. Which character was your favourite in this episode? Janay. Janay. <laughs> Janay. <laughs> Only because it'll pro- possibly be one of the last times we... Yeah, well, I love Jenny, uh, Miss Callender. Uh, sad to see her go. Um, uh, pearls? <laughs> Diamonds and pearls? Diamond and pearls, yes. Yeah, yeah. The uh, prince dancer. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, so yours too, was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I had Jenny down as well. Of course, yeah. My favourite techno pagan. Yes. Um, Gotta rave that techno pagan. Yeah. Um, okay. I think we're in agreement on that one. And she's she's in this episode a lot. Yeah, this like, is her episode. This is her episode. They sent her off. 
Also, a hint that a character's going to die. Geez, you're getting a lot of screen time tonight. (laughs) What's the go with that? Yeah, yeah. Next question. Which character do you love to hate? Do we love to hate Angelus? Yeah. 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 Love to hate him. In agreement on that one too. All right. Uh, Next question. uh, What was the most memorable fight scene? Giles with the baseball bat. <laughs> I really love that. The Just, Molotov. Like, I think it's good. Like the Molotov cocktail on the table first, mm. um, and then just comes in swinging with a flame. Doesn't even say anything. Doesn't say doesn't anything. Doesn't say a word. Doesn't just goes in and just doesn't stop. Just, goes full ripper. Yeah, that, goes that's, full that's, ripper. That's what I like to call full ripper. Yeah, and as I mentioned, the ripper comes out. <laughs> could have could be more patriotic and used a uh, cricket bat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Baseball bats are basically, you know, clubs. That's what people usually get. Oh, but but cricket bats have that nice little wedge. Yeah, oh, they're not they're not that <laughs> good. They're probably a bit too wide to bash people with. I mean, you'll use it if you have to. But uh, just on a side, I note, don't know. I don't know. Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> yeah, but just on a side note, because uh, uh, baseball isn't that popular in Australia, but there were a spate of home evasions that happened a while ago, and Rebel Sports, one of the major uh, sporting. Uh, Warehouses in Australia are uh, sold out of baseball bats in a place <laughs> that right. no one plays baseball. Yeah. <laughs> they basically are just a club. Yeah. Let's just say no one was using them to play baseball. Baseball fields were <laughs> empty. Yes. Next question. Oh, what was your fight um, scene? Oh, yeah. My, sorry. My favorite fight scene was actually probably the Jenny Angel fight scene. Okay. So when she's sort of... Trying to talk her way out of it. Yeah, run away. Throws the, the uh, cleaner's cart. Yeah, I don't know. Way. When I first watched it, I honestly thought she was going to get away. Mm. I did not expect that, that he yeah. was going to actually kill her. I wish I wasn't spoiled on that. That, that would have thrown me, that. That really would have thrown me. Yeah. Um, next question. Uh, LOL moment. I thought the fish tank. <laughs> the, the fact that he would have been st- the idea of him sitting there and uh, scooping the fish out, <laughs> trying to grab him, yeah. uh, and then and then trying to wire, they're still wriggling. You know, that would have been hard to do. That would have been, you know, I mean, Angel went. You could have made an episode of this Angel doing all this stuff in the background of him, like sitting there doing all these drawings. Like he put a lot of effort in this there was episode. A lot of effort, like, he was and the fish also, one, also, yeah, setting up. Setting up all that stuff for Joel. Yeah, that would actually make a really yeah, interesting... Yeah, getting all those rose petals and, and putting them there and then, you know, uh, lighting the candles and writing the notes down So and putting the music on. I mean, he, like, he, he yeah, spent a lot like, of time like doing a, that. Like there's an episode later on that focuses on a B plot. Mm-hmm. Or sort of turns a B plot into an A plot. Um, but, yeah, this would have been funny to see, like... <laughs> Angel's B-plot of him... Angel's B-plot. Running like around. Get, hey, he had to get those roses, too. Yeah, yeah. So, you had to, him getting the roses. <laughs> the wine. The wine. He yep. had to go looking the for candles the... Candles. He had to get the right song. You know, he was like, nah, this song won't work. Nah, mm. this song... Oh, this one's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. Searching through his through Giles's records. Yeah. Yeah, oh, a lot of effort in there. Or even better, he went out and bought the record. <laughs> he bought the record. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, that actually would make a really, <laughs> a really funny um, episode if they had have done that. Um, and yours? 
Um, it's actually Drusilla trying to feed Spike the puppy named Sunshine. <laughs> oh, Sunshine. You need to eat. Yeah, it's pretty. It's kind of cute. And Sunshine's very cute. Yeah, he is. And then she kind of walks around with it for a while as well. Yeah. 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 Was it her own dog maybe? Or it looked pretty comfy there. I don't know. She just walks around with this dog for the rest of the yeah. <laughs> episode. Doesn't eat it. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah. She likes puppies. We're not going to do the voice? Which no. part? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question. I did the sunshine. Um, uh, who gets the wooden spoon? Xander. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Just being Xander. Yeah. He's a bit of a dick. Yeah. He's been a bit of a pointless mm. piece of poo in this. Mm. Yeah. With his verbal, verbal diarrhea. Yeah. No. Definitely give him that. Um, favorite scene. I do love Angel staring through the window. I thought that was a pretty intense scene. Like, it's it's that thing of uh, setting things in motion and watching the chaos and just uh, and just yeah, reveling in it. You know. So Him. I I have that as my least favorite scene, but I couldn't decide whether or not to put it in my favorite scene because yeah. it's a scene that. It doesn't matter how many times I watch this episode, I cry. Mm. I get a tears in my eyes every time I watch that scene. Yeah, yeah. He really, uh, he's really swelling in in the chaos that he's in, he yeah. he's caused, and he's just loving it, loving every moment. Like he's of it. he's just drinking up the grief. Mm. Like mm. it's 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 exactly what he wanted, and he's, yeah, he's really he's getting off on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 Um. That music as well. Yeah. Like, didn't you go down a little rabbit hole with that? Oh as well? yeah, I found out that uh, that song, the Jenny Calendar song, is a very sad, a very sad sort of uh, score. That that what's his name, the Christoph Chris, Christoph Beck. Christoph yeah. Beck. Uh yeah. The the song it's uh, sampled. It's an Ed Shearing song. Yeah. Uh, I love, and at the intro it plays. It uses a sample of the Jenny Calendar song where they where they find out she dies and they play it again when um when they're at a gravestone. So it's uh recommend it's a nice song. I'm not a huge fan of Ed Sheeran. Um I don't hate him. I don't love him. Uh he's a good musician and uh this song's actually quite nice and now I know a bit about it. <laughs> it's says, oh yeah. okay. Uh it comes full circle. Yeah. Uh so I'm gonna try and play a little bit of it. Uh, this is a big big no no, but just if I talk over the top and play it, and you can sort of get the idea, this is the Ed Sheeran song, uh, Our Fire Love. Our Fire Love, I think it's called. So you can sort of hear that's the uh, sort of the intro of it there. <laughs> if I keep talking over it, maybe we'll uh, be okay. And yeah, the that's, piano, that's that's, that's, that's yeah, that part, yeah, yeah, that's the part there, yeah, okay. So I think I might be okay with that. Let's <laughs> see what happens. Don't ask for permission, ask for forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that scene, literally, even after 20 years of it, every, it still time, hits you, huh? every time I watch it, I cry. Um, and I think, it's, I think it's the, you know, it's that combination of the music. It's uh, when Alison Hannigan does her cry face, like she does those big, big doe eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like the acting in that scene is just mm. amazing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, still gets me in the feels every single time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I couldn't work out whether to put it as my favorite scene or my least favorite scene. Um, because yeah, there's a few amazing scenes in this mm. that, um, aren't exactly favorites, but memorable. They're memorable. Yeah. Um, so I put as my favorite scene, uh, was actually after, after Buffy pulls Giles out of the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, you know, <laughs> she punches, like she, he's like, this wasn't your fight. Why did you come? And she punches him and then hugs him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just like, you can't leave me. I can't do this alone. Yeah. Um, and it's just a really sweet moment. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm bringing that one up. Yeah, fair enough. And we'll come to least favourite scene. So the scene where where Giles finds Jenny, which I, I might add was done quite well, um, very melancholy, very oh, Scorsese's type of scene with the, the opera music and just as he finds it, the, the opera singer really hits the high notes. Yeah. Almost reminded me of that scene in Goodfellas where – uh, where where Joe Pesci shoots that spider character, there's a little sort of uh, you know, the op the opera singer hits that high note just as like a, re- a revelation is made when he realizes he's killed the character. Yeah, it it, sh- and, it and, really shows Angel's whimsical evil fully on display. Yeah. And ju- and just a side note, apparently they didn't get the permission to use that uh, song. Yeah, no. But the a relative of the opera singer saw that and then told him about it and was just wrapped that someone had used it. <laughs> oh no no no! Someone else owned the rights to it and they so they they had the rights. Oh, they to had use the rights. It. They to had it. the rights to use it, but uh, the person who sang it didn't, didn't know. Yeah, didn't well, know yeah okay, it. fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he might have got a song credit or something for it, like a five dollar check. Oh, what's this for? Oh, okay, um, but I've, I've listed this as my least favorite scene now. I know you're making movies and stuff like that. I've never, of course, I'm not a movie maker, so I really shouldn't, you know, pick on technical stuff like this. But the actress is clearly breathing in this scene. Now, it just took me out of it a little bit because I, I thought maybe she was somehow still alive. Yeah. For half a second, because she, I think she's got like some weird twitch that's maybe a funny nerve in her neck or something. Yeah. It, it's, it's really obvious. The first time I watched it, and I, I actually thought maybe she was alive. I mean. I know this is a show about vampires and demons and stuff like that. So, you, you know, people can be resurrected. It's happened before. So for a second, I thought maybe she was a vampire or something, um, which took me out of that scene a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, apart from that technical part, yeah. Um, yeah. That really took me out of it. Um, otherwise, it would have been a great scene. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly what they were going for, but yeah. You just lose it. You lose it, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> you lose it, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And you said that as well, like the moment you saw it, it was like, is she breathing? She's still alive? I'm like, what? Yeah, as I'm <laughs> saying, I thought it was you know, part of the show, mm. but it wasn't. And for such a powerful moment too, for a character's death like that, yeah. to, you know, the final reveal of it, of the other characters finding out about the death. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That, that was the best take they did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, favorite quote? Uh, I'm not going to say where this is from. I'm just going to say it. Uh-uh, no fair. 
going into the ring unless he tags you first. <laughs> it's Spike <laughs> to Drusilla. Yep. I think he's just uh, enjoying um, Spike uh, like getting, uh, Angel, Angel getting, getting beaten kicked, up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, well, I was going to go with, well, maybe next time I'll bring you with me, Spike. It might be handy to have you around if I need a really good parking space. There's a lot of disabled jokes in this episode, <laughs> yeah. wasn't there? He yeah. was really just called out. him like Roller Boy. Roller Boy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, or I was going to go with passion is the source of our finest moments, the joy of love, the clarity of hatred, and the ecstasy of grief. Passion. Where where the show gets its name from? <laughs> oh, <laughs> from that. Yep. From this. Is that a, is line. that a poem or something, or is that? Uh, it's just something, Angelus. Something just Joss wrote up or yeah. the Thai just, King wrote. Yeah, just something just right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Best Cordelia freakout moment. Uh, well, she's freaking out about her car. Yeah. So they take this joke a little too far. Um. Yeah, she goes on about it like three or four times. Yeah, uh, but can't can't he enter the car because it's uh-huh. not a house, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No one tells her this. Does <laughs> 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 this tell you that everyone's just kind of enjoying this a little bit? No, no I one don't know. says it's I a car, know. not a house. He can All go in, sudden, in no matter what. But it does make her seem really dumb. But she isn't dumb. Like we've already established that Cordelia is not dumb. A little backtracking a bit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's sort of backtracked a little bit. Like we've established that she's not the bimbo. Yeah, we've established she's not stupid. It, everyone's like just standing there and not saying anything. No yeah. one just says, oh, it doesn't matter. He can't. He can go in there regardless. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a house. What if, what if it's an RV? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then she's got like, but then in like later scenes, she has it like garlic hanging on the windows of her car. Mm. Like that's mm. really. <laughs> what about the Pope Mobile? What about it? If you're driving that, does that mean you could Wouldn't couldn't... it have been blessed by... Well, I'm just, that's what I'm saying. They can't attack that car. No. If they were driving the Pope-mobile. No, because it would be... What is it? Hallowed ground. Like, they would have blessed a, a it. A holy ground. Yeah, they would have blessed it before yeah. he drives it so that if there's an accident... Oh, well, oh hang on. So, you're telling me you can just bless anything? Yeah. So, you can bless any car? Yeah. Oh. Now, actually, no, they did this in Dogma. Yeah. Uh, the golf clubs. Yeah. So does that mean you could just bless a cricket bat maybe? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and just beat them to shit with a cricket bat? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Possibly. It just, it just opens up so many doors now. Definitely. Uh, yeah. So she freaks out like three times about Angel getting into her car mm. and what, and no one really. Yeah, as I said, no one says, no, it doesn't work. Yeah. And no. she does randomly fly into a scene. <laughs> like she's she all of a sudden appears in a scene to go on about the car and then isn't in the scene anymore. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't know. It's probably something a, a Buffy fan would notice. That, oh, you're in that scene, then you're not. And, and okay. yeah, okay. Um, next question: Who's the MVP of the episode? Well, sometimes the MVP goes to the the team you don't want to win, yeah. and I think Angel is the MVP of this yeah. episode. He he, what he does, uh, he torments, and I've got to say, a great artist, a, a great impressionist. Yeah, uh, he's lots of practice over the couple hundred years of imagining, and a good fisherman too, apparently. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So Angel is definitely MVP for me. 
Yeah, he definitely one-ups them in this episode. Uh, yeah, Buffy doesn't really get the upper hand at all. No, no. She saves Giles, barely. But she, no. Yeah, she barely saves Giles. Mm. And she was lucky, like, three seconds later, Giles would have been dead. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I think you're right. You have to give it to to Angel. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what... Do you rate this episode out of 10? I give it seven flaming baseball bats. <laughs> oh, that's a nice high one for you. Yeah, I think that's my highest. Seven baseball bats. Yeah. Flaming baseball bats. Yeah. Should um, be bats. I'm going to go nine out of 10 orb of Thessalus. Um, okay. Well, I think I've uh, I've exhausted all of my resources. What about you, Eddie? Yeah, I think I've that's all of my talking points done. Nothing left. <laughs> nothing left. Well, I've got nothing left to say. I guess we just have to wrap it up, won't we, baby? So, mm-hmm. I hope you've enjoyed yourselves listening to us tonight. We are Nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. I'm Edwina. And you can find us on, where can you find us, Eddie? Uh, you can find us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. There's a Facebook group. And you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com. And if you really liked what you see, what you hear tonight, like, share, subscribe, share us around, send us a comment. We'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. Grr, arg.